0: Welcome to Keeping Up With Cash. It is your host, Cash Money Morgan. You guys, summer's almost over and I'm sad. But you know what? I'm not that sad because the summer has been literally amazing and I just feel like Everything that's been going on and God's been doing in my life, like it's just really, I'm picking me. I'm picking me this summer and I'm about it and it's just awesome. Uh, But yes, but as you guys, if you follow my social media, you know that one of my best friends, Brie, just joined the team and is helping me develop a website and then the merch will be dropping soon. So it's really, really exciting. If you guys see Brie, please, please give her some love because she's been my dog since we were like 10. Uh, But anyways, without further ado, I have an amazing guest with me today. She is a queen. She is royalty. I'm intimidated because I'm in the presence of someone awesome. So please give a big warm Keeping Up With Cash welcome to Christina Ford.
1: Thank Thank you
0: sorry that we're in my apartment christina and not in some super cool studio someday but we're manifesting that we're manifesting it put it out there
1: uh so how are you i am great i just to piggyback off what you said the summer has been good busy but like you said it's just it's been good so i have no complaints yeah and right now we're in this insane heat wave are you about it not about it (laughs) as you see like i'm pretty much work out like I need you know something that's cool yeah because it's just it's too hot yeah to any, I mean it's just too hot
0: yeah I am someone who belongs in Florida and so I kind of love this heat but
1: I don't know I'm just weird too so very odd I don't mind it I mean it's just it is what it is nothing you can yeah. do to change it so very
0: grateful for air conditioning yes. I'll say that um but Christina so some people don't know who you are so can you tell us a little bit about yourself
1: Yes, so Christina Ford. I am a mama five, a wife of my lovely husband Dana Ford, and yeah, I have a passion for serving and just seeing needs out there. A little bit more about me. I just I love working out. I'll probably get more into like yes, queen, Yeah, some other things (laughs) later on. But um, yeah, I'm just very very social, and um, so yeah, that's just who I am in like a very quick.
0: That's awesome. So how did you guys, I mean, end up in Springfield? Like, are you from Springfield? Or how did you end up in the beautiful 417 land? Like,
1: <laughs> Yes. Um, so we are not. Uh, me and my husband are from Illinois. I am from up by Chicago, like 15 minutes south out of the city. And he is from Southern Illinois. And we went to Illinois State together. Did not date there. Um, and then years later, um, yeah, we got together. And then we were at, he's a coach. So he coached for Missouri State men's basketball program. Yes, I <laughs> know. So right on. Yeah, she got to give a shout out. So that's what kind of brought us to Springfield, Missouri back in 2018. Very cool. Thoughts on Springfield? <laughs> What's that? I said, thoughts on Springfield? (laughs) Oh, we've enjoyed it, actually. I mean, you just never know what you're going to go into. And I'm just so thankful because some college towns, it's just the college. Yeah. And there's nothing else going on. Springfield is a good mix. It still gives you something else besides just the university. So, and it's still, I mean, we're the same distance from family. They come to see us. So we get the best of both worlds. They come, we go. So, yeah, it's been great.
0: That's awesome, that's awesome. So you're doing a lot in the community too. Like you're, you're out here. Can you kind of talk about what you started in Springfield and what kind of sparked that idea?
1: Yeah. So we, back in Nashville, we just were both passionate about domestic violence. And as a believer, I just felt, just had a dream. And I felt like I was speaking that we were both in a position in our life where we, it was time to give back and really take our stories and put that out there to serve others. And so took that dream and felt like God was pulling us to open up homes for people to stay in that were escaping abuse. That was, kind of in both of our past and our family lives. And so we just really wanted to not only do it for others, but for our family as well to really represent that this is what we do. This is who we are. Um, We don't accept violence. We call it out for what it is. And we also serve to help others. And we started that back in Nashville, the nonprofit. And then when we moved here to Springfield, it took off. I mean, we just really connected with people that were willing to help because everybody says oh that's a so wonderful it's a great idea in the beginning of the first few years like oh that's wonderful right. but we actually got place with people they're like hey this is good this is needed how what can we do to help and so we began opening up our transitional houses here in springfield and then serving the youth by just teaching them about what it means to be in a healthy relationship and what that looks like
0: that's so amazing and so important i mean there's you just hear of so many couples and relationships and it's just it's sad what some people are going through. So how, what, how does that even look like right now in
1: Springfield? Like, is it, I mean. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> I know. Yes, no. So feels like, no, but unfortunately, it's, it's such a need. I just did not realize that when we first moved here. I thought, oh, this is such a cute little place, and there's not going to be much of a need. But it's, you know, it's everywhere. I mean, domestic violence doesn't have any, like, oh, I'm just going to be in big cities. And no, it's it's everywhere. It's in every community. And so it's unfortunate, but it's definitely a need here. Shelters stay full. And so we're just kind of like that second line of just helping the ones that just need a little bit more time and transitional yeah. housing. So, yeah. And then, of course, I mean, healthy relationships. You just realize when you're in this work that a lot of people don't know. I didn't know some of the things of communication and voicing boundaries and being able to have healthy conflict that is going to come up and how to address that. And I didn't know until I was an adult. So I really want the kids to know yeah. that there's, you know, you you deserve a healthy relationship and you deserve to be healthy for other people. And so what does that look like? And I didn't have that, you know, Sure.
0: I want to go wherever you're teaching because
1: si- sign up. Real, I just know that you have the knowledge. Like- <laughs> sign up for it. I mean, and you just so, yeah, so I I'm, we're just super passionate about just preventing you know, the cycle of abuse for those youth because their relationships, they deal with a lot. And just speaking to them and teaching them and them learning, it really yeah, means a lot, so.
0: So you've talked about like you guys kind of have a past and the story kind of in this situation. So when you're working and serving, are there ever moments where you're kind of like not like feeling triggered or anything, but you're kind of like, oh my gosh, this is, this is a lot. I need a moment. Um, what does that look like for you?
1: For sure, yes, because you, I mean, it's like a cookie cutter. I mean, everybody's story is different, but there's a lot of similarities that you see in this line of work and domestic violence. And so a lot of times it can be triggering if you have experienced it or even seen it or know about it or a story. And so I often remind myself of that. I have some amazing people in my life that I can kind of, that understand domestic violence. And they, they do this work and they help and they serve and they volunteer. So I reach out to them and I'm like, you know, I'm having a moment. So you have to have those people that yeah. get it in your life and they're like, it's okay, take your moment. And then I've also realized that there's, I can't do everything I can't be everything to everybody and sometimes I have to delegate and say I can't do this right now because this is too triggering um and so I've learned to delegate and that took some time because it was my baby for so long and I'm like this is you know no I'm going to try to do everything but we have some amazing volunteers and a board and everybody does a part and so if you're having a moment somebody else is there to come in to help
0: that's all, aw- and that's strength. That's honestly strength being like, I, I can't right now, you know, because yep. this is too close. And that's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. So, when you kind of went through your own story and stuff like that and got out of those situations, what was the thing that really helped you or encouraged you um, to get either out of that situation or just help you mentally and heal? I mean, what, what was something that helped you in that situation?
1: I mean I d I didn't have a program that I do now. I wish I would have had, you know, like a program to say, Hey, this is this is what you should do, this is what it should look like but it's just like a light bulb kind of goes off and like this is not okay. Like this is this is not normal. There's there's better out there as far as romantic relationships go. And it took me just getting to that point point. and then when you get to that point It's like, you just, I'm like, I'm not turning back. I mean, you like, it's just a freedom that I'm like, no, this is, this is not right. And so you just move on and you kind of learn yourself again and and figure things out. And then you, for me, I really was like, okay, next time around or whenever that time comes, like, I really want to be serious and intentional to make sure I'm ready because you can kind of bring a lot of that stuff into the next relationship. So I'm just, and I was super, I mean, I was young, I was fresh out of college and you know that's another transition of, of a time and I was a mom so I became a young mother and so still figuring that out um at the time and so all those things paired up with one but thankfully man praise god that I my me and my, me and my husband met and that was really like my first secure like healthy relationship from the beginning like and it was weird because like wait a minute this is this is is this normal like you know Girl, I'm praying for that <laughs> <Yes>. like what <laughs> yes oh yeah you'll know it it's like okay like you know it's just so from there I'm like man I just I want everybody to experience you know just the yeah. healthy relationships nothing's perfect but that just a healthy relationship there's nothing like it
0: and so that was kind of my next question is yeah when you get out of something so unhealthy like that and when you met your husband were there like little toxic things that you were accidentally bringing into that relationship or kind of how did do you have to relearn how to be healthy I did
1: I did, and I really had to learn how to be healthy and understand, like man. And so I took a moment. I mean, he'll, he'll We have two stories, um, but I did, you know, break up at one point because um, I'm like, be oh, like that sometimes. I like, know, <laughs> but it look look at the end of the story. I mean, yeah, not together, the end, but yes. Yeah. I mean, that part, you know. <laughs> so um so I was, I was. like, I don't know if I'm ready. Like this is, you know, and I didn't want to come in and you know, you can damage, yeah, you know, someone else, or you can just if you're not ready. So I I did take a moment and paused and then made a list one day and it was just like I was like, Yeah, I've already sent him and you broke up with them. So so I went back and I was like, I just had to take some humble pie and reach back out. But yes, true, you really have to process and deal with some of those things and it's not gonna all be just wrapped in a box with a bowl on top. You're gonna still kind of re you know, learn some things about yourself and I also grew up and saw my mom be very independent. So I came in as you know this very which is still me i mean i'm still very independent and strong and that didn't go away i just had to learn how to how that looks in a partnership and so that is
0: what i'm dealing with right (coughs) now okay so yeah we we, we can definitely (laughs) talk you know i know i'm like i just if i want it i want to go get it it's like morgan the people
1: you know men have to pursue you and i'm not really good at that (laughs) yeah you got to know, you got to know you, yeah. so yeah, so you'll learn it's just a balance. I mean, it's not every day that you balance it out. But I had to learn, like I can be still me and still strong and independent, but I can also be this partner and the helpmate and all those things. like it can all coexist. And at first, I'm like, man, I'm probably you know, too like strong and strong willed and like, this is what I want. And I was so used to that. I didn't have to ask, not ask, but just have somebody to consider. Yeah that there's somebody else involved in the relationship and not just me, me, me. Um, and you can get so caught up in that, especially if you grow up in a household like I did. Like I said, my dad was very involved in my life, but my mom, we were in the household with her. So I just saw her like she just got things done no matter what. And I just, that's just what I knew. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, okay, I mean, I don't, I don't need, but I mean, it would be great to have. <laughs> that's awesome. <Yep. laughs>
0: so I think like, for, say, a girl my age or someone who is dealing with something, are, are there any kind of, like, red flags or a few things where you'd be like, hey, if if this is happening, maybe reexamine or, you know, just something like that?
1: Absolutely. I mean, you can, we I hear countless stories all the time. I, I never enter a classroom where I don't leave, unfortunately, without hearing a story from a student or a child that they've seen it, experienced it. And so oftentimes, again, you see the same red flags come up so the person attaches on very quick and, and we call that that might be a red flag of why they're attaching on and how that can be used later on in the relationship or any put downs and even if it's not to you to other people um and just like a lack of independence someone that is just like hey you know how are you doing but it's a constant it's like mm, i don't know this is making me feel weird uh, we always tell people to just trust their gut because if Something is off, mm-hmm. follow it. Um, oftentimes we're like, oh, I guess it's okay. Maybe I'm, you know, I have too high standards or maybe I'm looking too deeply into this, but definitely look into you know, when you're something is off um, for sure. And just like I said, just someone that is starting to show, you know, maybe controlling behaviors and it could be very subtle at first, and you're like, well, maybe. It's just because they care about me, and or um, you know, or they, or they love me. But then that can turn very unhealthy, and could turn abusive very fast. So wow, just guys, pay attention. The heat, the heat that is coming out of her <laughs> mouth—it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, no, I could talk about I, that's, I, I could talk about that literally for the rest of the hour. But yeah. I know
0: it's so hard too because you know, I always. You know, on the podcast, everyone kind of knows my life. I don't want really be hiding anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just an Aries. I'm an overshare. I don't really care. But, I mean, at least from my perspective, a lot of times we, like, live in this hookup culture and people are either, like, in relationships and they're healthy and they're great. But if you're not, it's a, it's a lot of times of, like, oh, I'd rather settle for this person or physical intimacy or having someone there than than healthiness and being alone. And so many times I think people settle for someone who treats them so poorly because it's better than being alone by themselves in their own head and their own thoughts and that's what's so sad to me I think it it takes such a level of strength to be like no I need a boundary I need distance I need this because I'd rather be healthy and alone than deal with with this toxicness or or abuse or all that stuff
1: yeah and abuse can look so many different ways I mean it's just not you know it's verbal. It's 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 not just physical. It's so many emotional. You know, if, you know if somebody is being emotionally abusive. I mean, there's so many different levels, and I think that it takes people to get out of it and then experience the other side of like being around healthy people, even your friends. I mean, it's not just romantic relationships. It's even friendships or or family relationships to see what it looks like to being in healthy. Then you're like, oh, I'm not I'm not going back. I mean, once you see it, even if it takes time, you have to be patient. I just want everybody to understand like it is perfectly normal to have a healthy relationship no matter what the world or tv or media shows like it is really good to have a healthy relationship so that's awesome. always
0: encouraging <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so in your healing process did you ever do any like therapy or have like a mentor and stuff like that just because i know people do all kinds of different things so i didn't know like in your process how did you kind of go about that
1: so it took me some time. I did have like mentors to talk through. And then as we, you know, got got married, actually learning through prevention education and becoming a domestic violence advocate actually helped me because I was able to learn what I experienced and label it and understand it more actually learning. So for me, I'm, I just love learning. So that's my therapy is just like learning like what I went through and being able to process sitting in trainings or going to another nonprofit and hearing stories and me be able to like label like wow i experienced that because when you're in abuse you're mentally some things you actually forget i mean it takes you watching a video or a story somebody else telling sharing a story to you remember like oh my gosh that happened to me and you forget because oftentimes a person is practicing gaslighting or constantly telling you that it didn't happen i've never been abusive or i'm not abusive you're the crazy one so someone's constantly telling you that you start believing it to say yeah. well maybe that didn't happen that way or and so that to me this whole process of serving has been therapeutic for me to just learn and it's ex- in like okay you know i experienced that and it could be triggering sometimes however it's just for me it just helped to learn about what i experienced and understand like that's not normal that's and you weren't awesome. are, crazy so
0: that's so i mean knowledge is power So that is so cool to be able to put a label on that and know that and understand why you felt the way you did,
1: Mm -hmm. which is therapy. I mean, that is typically, you know, what you go to therapy for is just to talk about what you experience and have someone help you process and label what you went through to help you go forward. And mine just looked different.
0: And I think there's a piece, too, in knowing, like, oh, I'm going through this because this is what it is, and that is how it makes me feel. Instead of being like, oh, I don't know if this is, am I allowed to feel this way? Like, I don't, you know, mm-hmm. all that, all that stuff. Yeah. So, to transition a little bit, kind of back to the homes, you know, I think it's so impressive that you're, you open a home, you said, in Nashville or Chicago?
1: It, well, Chicago was, was our first original location that we thought we were going to have, but Springfield actually being the first two. Okay, so, very yeah, cool. So, those, yeah, so we still have two here in, in Springfield, And then we're um, still up and coming in Chicago. Super cool. So what has been
0: kind of the most challenging part of opening these homes? Whether it's just, you know, the business aspect or, you know, the ground up. How did, what is that like?
1: It's, I mean, funding, first of all. I mean, if you don't have the finances to, you know, to back up and you can't can't really get anything done. And we were a small nonprofit. We were new. So that was very challenging because for, for years I felt like I was, just preparing and and writing out the plan and just meeting with people and hearing stories and training and becoming an advocate which now hindsight I mean now I understand there was purpose because it was a great foundation it just took time and I was like wait a minute I mean is this what I'm supposed to be doing this is taking forever we're not serving people I'm just out here just going to trainings like oh this is coming and this is my passion or my vision or whatever and so it just now it made sense, looking back, that we I needed that foundation. I needed to learn and experience so that we can open up and be ready. So that was the most challenging part of just the wait.
0: Oh my gosh, that's you, like where I'm at my whole life right now. See,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just a season, I promise. I promise it's just a season. And so the wait was hard. And then, then the, you know, financially, because you're, you know, we're still, we run on a small nonprofit, because I am, not as concerned with me mean, we still serve lots of people throughout the year but my qu- quality for me means more than yeah just looking at numbers and being you know this large nonprofit, profit which some nonprofits have to be i don't feel like that's where we are or need to be at this time just pouring into the people that we serve is really important to me and so that was the hardest part it's just getting started
0: yeah that's so powerful. Oh, this woman, you guys, I can't. I, this is like Callie. I like fell in love with Callie and I'm falling in love with See, you and it's I'll, like. I'll oh. take
1: it, I'll take it. We, we, have, we can have a healthy relationship. Yes, we can. Healthy
0: friendship. Yeah, I'm not gonna love bomb you, don't okay, worry. Okay, like, yes, I got out. Then I might
1: have to call you out and I might have to set a boundary. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna respect it. <laughs> yes.
0: So funding-wise, how did you guys go and kind of fundraise and what did that look like?
1: In the beginning, we had a lot of fundraisers and that was just, people coming together because again in the beginning it was just a vision and we couldn't say like hey this is going toward this program it's just like this is what we want to do we would we just started having fundraisers in the beginning and then once it kept going on people started to attach on to the idea that wow that is going to be beneficial and help people and then we moved here of course when we opened our homes and we started our Prevention education program, then that kind of sold itself. So we were able to get the local community grants. We were able to get you know donors to come in and sponsorships to come in. And so every year, it's just been an uptick of support from the community. But again, Springfield is really good about that. They're really good with yeah. rallying around a cause that is you know doing the work in the community to make it better. That that helps.
0: Yeah, that is so amazing. And Springfield, I mean, as there's beautiful, beautiful parts, and there's also, you know, we're we're known for being like one of the biggest meth areas or sex trafficking, and so I just don't believe in coincidences, and I think you opening this house for domestic abuse is right, perfect where it needs to be, as this is a hub of great things, but not so great things, yeah. and it's powerful. I'm definitely, I'm gonna, I'm not to volunteer, so if you guys are trying to come with me? like, Sign voila. up. Yes, sign up. <laughs> So obviously you're a mom, and you're beautiful, you're killer, awesome, you're doing all these things. How do you do it
1: all? Well first, I don't require a lot of sleep. I think that helps a lot, cause I'm a lay down, so when the kids are asleep, that's when I feel like I work the best. So Are you a I'm a big like, coffee
0: drinker too, or no? No,
1: I'm not a big coffee drinker. I the pandemic made I wasn't even a coffee drinker until the pandemic hit and I had to be stuck at home with my family. So <laughs> then I was like, Okay, I, I need something. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't understand caffeine drinkers, everyday coffee drinkers. I am now an everyday coffee drinker. Okay, what's your coffee order? Oh my goodness. Do you really wanna know? <laughs> uh, I mean I so, wanna know. I wanna know. All right, so I will tell you like look at my, my, my nails, my coffee orders, you know, my friends know about me, like it's if it's it's on the menu, I don't order it. I order completely yes, queen. just extra for no reason. <laughs> I mean, like, um, yeah, my husband, he won't mm. even, he makes me tell, talk in the speaker to order because he just won't do it. I've had people like laugh, like <laughs> I can hear them, you know, as I'm yeah. ordering. I don't know. So Dunkin' is my favorite. I grew up, you know, near Chicago. So we have a lot of Dunkin' Donuts. And so that's my favorite coffee. I do Starbucks, but I'm a Dunkin' girl. Dunkin' girl? Yes, mm-hmm. I am. So I get a... Iced coffee with light ice, oat milk, stevia, and extra mocha flavoring. All right.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. That's that, my There favorite. you go. You guys, that's try it. it out. Let yep. us know what you think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very cool. Okay. Well, back to the mom stuff,
1: though. So, yes. you're drinking
0: your beautiful Dunkin' Drink, and you're in the pandemic, and, or I don't even know.
1: I know. So, yeah. That, that's one of it. I mean, but that's not it. I just, um, it's just a true statement of, I, I feel like I'm at a point in life where I'm living out. My purpose and what God has me to do, and I just believe that He's He gives me strength, and because it doesn't make any sense to me, I don't I don't I can't really tell you how it all happens or how it all yeah. works, but I truly, am, and for me, I just believe that that's what I'm I'm doing, and He just grants me, like I said, just the endurance to get the things done. But also, like I said, I do like to have a good time. I mean, I like yeah. to travel. I like to, you know, thankfully, when we'll probably transition in here in a minute, but. Uh, my new business, I get to do with my children and that super is cool. super helpful because if not, I don't know how it would work, but, but yeah, just as hard as we, we work as a unit, we try to also have fun. Yeah. So that helps. Yeah. to So I used to really use a drop in childcare center in Nashville and it was so helpful because it just offered us a flexible option. I didn't really need a full time daycare or a full time preschool. So it just helped fill in those gaps or whatever we needed. And I moved here. I'm like, okay, where's my place? I didn't find it and started with the rebound foundation. So it definitely wasn't a time to add on at the end, but then 2019 came and you know, when something just keeps coming back, I mean, just kept coming back. And I'm like, why is this still coming back? I'm like, I'm doing the nonprofit work. Like we're just settled in. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it just kept nudging. And I kept hearing other moms and parents talk about, man, you know, it's so hard finding a sitter. We don't have family here. You just keep hearing the stories, and more and more people are moving to Springfield. And yeah. our generation is just, we're, we just don't stay. Usually, you know, a lot of times where we're from, you know, we kind of move around and just hearing those stories. And I'm like, okay, all right, I guess this is what I'm <laughs> supposed to be doing. This you guys. Like, man, I know. And I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, are you sure? So, yeah, so that's, that's what, you know, now, so now, years, whatever, however many years later, we are finally open. Wow, amazing. That's That's amazing. So, what's it called? Is it? Yes, Kids in Child Care Center, I N N, named by my grandmother who's 91 years old she's like I'm naming it oh so, that's so cool yes. like her picture is in there somewhere it's, it's awesome. gotta be her name is on our uh, playground but uh oh, yeah so cute. we gotta get her name somewhere else
0: that's awesome so how is that added to your daily life are you swamped I mean and being a coach's wife like what is that really what does a day
1: look like for you so thankfully it worked where when I was really heavy in opening the business is when my husband's Schedule kind of died down some because the season was over. He had a little bit more flexibility. So it it worked and we shifted. I mean, he took it over and I'm like, I, I can't. I'm like, literally can't. So he took over and I completely, you know, dove into the child care center. So that really helped that we were able to kind of switch off. I'm like, okay, I need you to step in and do this. And then I, I yeah. switched over to business and all the things. So that's a power couple right there. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It takes it. It takes the switch off. So I'm like, yeah, we got to get in and, and do it together.
0: Yeah. Do you have any advice for maybe like moms who want to pursue their passion but kind of don't know how or it's tough
1: time wise? I think it's like, again, it's a season for everything. I really enjoyed in the beginning of our marriage. I was completely a stay at home mom and that was it. And I look back and I'm like, man, I just cherish those times of just being. You know not not just because I'm like I can't stand when mom's just like oh I'm just a mom no you are a mom which yeah. is the the most be- the best job and you know the most important job you're on the hardest jobs <laughs> the hardest jobs <laughs> the most underpaid I mean like, yeah. you know, like... but um I was perfectly fine and content in that season at the time and now my life looks completely different so I just encourage moms to just you just have to know what season you're in and if you're looking you know, ahead if you're, you know, working, but like, you know, you want to be home more, or if you're home and you want to be working, you just kind of, kind of gather, you know, where your family is at the, at the time. Cause it, it shifts, it's, it's changing. And, you know, I'm, I'm in the, you know, groove of nonprofit and now, you know, a business, but at the same time, who knows, you know, might be a different season some years from now. So just encouraging yeah. them to like, you know, everybody's story is different. Mine looks like this. Other people's, you know, look different and, just continuing to still practice something that you love. Like I said, it could be, you know, reading, it could be exercise or pottery. I don't know, whatever is your thing, because I feel like, you know, you can get so lost into motherhood. Like I said, whether you're yeah. working or not, I mean, it's a full job on on either side. So yeah, like I said, because you can just get lost and Lost in the sauce. Of I'm course, I know.
0: know. i dork. I know. Yes. <laughs> yep, yep. Just there. Yeah. Yes. So, when you were wanting to pursue these things and you want to talk to your husband about it, like, would you say that the communication is really what helped kind of move forward everything in a good way? Because I know in some relationships, it's like, hey, I want to do this, and they're like, well, I want to do this, and then you, you know, you're clunking heads. So, how did that look for you two? And maybe what what's like, oh, I recommend doing this in your relationship or something like that.
1: Yes. Well, that's how our relationship started because he was a coach from the very beginning and I was currently in podiatry school. So I was in school to be a foot doctor.
0: Okay. I would have I never guessed oh, no.
1: that one. I know. It's crazy. What? Yes. Crazy. <laughs> yes. So that was my dream growing up. Um, I just, if anybody, you know, I was going to be a doctor and I was in school, I made it. I'm like, yes, I made it here. And then we started- Did, start-
0: her, did her, like miss it a little bit? Like,
1: hey, kids- Oh, let me just no. take a look at, let me examine this. Talk. No, no, I don't miss it one okay. bit. It was, I mean, like I said, it is, of course it's hard, hard stuff. I mean, which it should be. You're responsible for somebody's health. Yeah. And so, um, no, I don't, I don't miss it at all. It was, I don't regret it either. I don't regret, I've, you know, did the year and I don't regret it because I learned so much and I felt like I needed, it was such a dream mind. I needed to make it to that point. To say, oh, okay, I didn't have any regrets because I got to experience it versus not even getting to that point, always been like, Well, what would have yeah. been like? I, I I made it to that point, I saw what it was, and I knew it wasn't for me. And at that moment, with him being a coach and me, you know, pursuing to be a doctor, I did not want that for my family. I said, one of us, you know, has got to give because I did not want that that's two very intense schedules and I didn't yeah. want a nanny Me personally, raising you know raising my children, I wanted to be involved, and so I made the decision that if this is going to continue, I mean, we got married that summer. I mean, I left school, got married that summer, and never looked back. So early on, we understood what it looked like to for to make those sacrifices, and that really just continued on in our relationship. That it's like a give and take, and he knows like in the season, like how much I pick up, so he's comfortable off season, you know taking his share of things so wow kind of all works for us
0: yeah that's awesome and i I mean those are questions that i'm right now i'm 23 and a lot of my friends are getting married and these are things where it's like okay this is what's going to happen in marriage you have to ask yourself these questions are you okay with that and to have a healthy relationship in marriage you got to talk about that Mm -hmm. stuff and so i it's awesome to see a good example of that it really is yeah
1: And who you marry. I mean, um, you know, we're thankfully coming up on 10 years, August 4th. I'll take it. I'll take oh, it. <laughs> I I'll I will take it. Um, but yeah, just understanding like that, you know, changes. I wasn't, I was a student at the time. I wasn't a business owner and a director of a nonprofit. I mean, that just not, that wasn't who I was. And so just understanding that Who you marry today in the position that they're in, it might change. And just you know, understanding what that looks like and not being like, okay, well, I didn't sign up for this. And you know, I mean, could have been even like, wait a minute, like, you know, um, I didn't know that you wanted to do all these things, and now this is putting a strain. And it could be reverse from what you know this side of. And I understand that, and I would be unfortunate to deal with if you really want to pursue something and you didn't have the support.
0: Yeah, that's so important. So we got to touch on it, you guys. Uh, Miss Christina Ford
1: was 417's best dress. Was it this year? This no, year or last? That was year? Back in two thousand twenty, what was it we were gonna no. celebrate no. it? Okay. Yes. I yeah. know, and I, didn't, I didn't get to do the fashion show. It was we were we were shut home. I know. I know. But four one seven magazine
0: let her let her get pop on this show this year. That's okay. ridiculous. Okay. So I know. I'll, I'm gonna add them. I'm gonna call them
1: out. Sorry, that's Keep hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so yeah. Oh god. I I love. Fashion and I always am—I don't know, just different. I have just a different look than, and and it's you know, you have to get to a certain mature level to realize like I really don't. I mean, not that I don't care, maybe, but I just—I get it. If I if I feel that, then I'm gonna wear it, and I don't need you to understand my style. So
0: yeah, yeah. I always tell myself too. I'm like Morgan. Sometimes you know, you're in Springfield. And if you wanna dress today's outfit like you're from LA, you're gonna get looks and that's
1: okay. That hey, hey, I yeah, we we can go out together. Yeah, there we go. I yep, yep, I don't yeah, shy away from that at all. So who's your
0: like fashion inspo? Or your so
1: many. Oh my goodness. Tracy Ellis Ross, for sure. I mean she just I love her style. I actually really like Kim Kardashian's style. You know, I do
0: too. I mean, not some of this like post Kanye. It's a little bit
1: crazy. Yes, but I'm not going to lie. I'm like, Oh, Kim has it. I'm going to go to Amazon and buy it. <laughs> yes. Oh yes, I do. Um, I mean just so many like Bessie Johnson, just because she just throws so many prints and everything just wild and crazy, but it's just, I'm all, all, all over the place with yeah. people that I pull and, and take from and, and like I said, just whatever I like is what yeah. I'm going to gravitate towards.
0: And I think it's so important to wear what you want. And you know, I always always think like, oh, when you're going to get older, it's just business professional or adult. And I'm like, no. If you want to wear the graphic tee and the, you know, sh- whatever shoes you want, like wear it. I mean, it doesn't doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. So
1: <laughs> no, I tell my daughter, I'm like, she's, I'm like, she's the one. I'm like, she. Has way more confidence than I did as seven. She just kind of like, That's and I awesome. let her do it. I'm like, you want to wear your cowgirl boots with a tutu and a, a <laughs> rain hat? I don't know. I mean, just fat for us, fashion has no rules. And yeah. we don't put ourselves in this box of what we have to dress like. And I just let her, let her be. You know, sometimes it's like, uh, that dress is like... A few years old, we have yeah. to probably like, I have to sneak it out of her closet because some things, yeah. I'm like, okay, no. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just take it away. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> yes. Uh, so,
0: what do you do to unwind or to have like a self care day, mental health day? I mean, you're obviously doing a lot of things, you know, kind of a big family. I mean, you're always on. How, what do you do to like relax or, you know, turn off? I don't know.
1: My relaxing is working out. Okay. So, yeah. yes, that is my thing. I enjoy working out, you know, and I'm like, when I don't, my family feels it because they're like, okay. And Dana's like, okay, just go. Just go ahead. <laughs> just, just go because it just, for me, it just makes me feel better. Yeah. That's just what i do for myself so what do you listen to when you work out so now i'm doing cycle bar so i yes i never thought i would be a cycle girl i mean i tried it before but yeah so they of course they have their track and you kind of follow what they you know what they do um so yeah i love that and everybody knows like i really love getting my nails done i mean that is same uh, everyone every knows that I'm a nail ho. So. That's it. That's it. I'm like, I'm like, I am sure my nail tech probably has like a love hate relationship because it's just like, okay, I want this nail to look like this. And that, I mean, it's yeah.
0: I walk in and they're like, oh, she's picky. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, I want it to curve that way a little bit more. And I'm everyone next to me is like, oh my gosh, she's, she's telling them what to do. And I'm like, yo, but look at the product. If I'm paying X amount of dollars, I'm getting the kind of nails that I want. Yes.
1: <laughs> or I will go back. I am one of those 2 yeah. I'm like, uh i've had a little more more time to look at these and
0: no that is confidence yeah. <laughs> to go back you know that she is not a, insecure of herself I know, at all Oh no, i'm telling too much know, that's, uh, yeah. that is awesome that is awesome but anything besides working out like to mentally relax or anything or
1: that's pretty much it i mean i have my one show i don't keep up with a lot of tv i mean i just don't that's you know, sports. We are a sports family. Yeah. If, it's, if it's sports, I mean, especially basketball. We are. That's what's on our TVs. We don't really. I don't keep up with our shows. No, but like
0: Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs. I'm I'm from Green Bay, so I'm a Chiefs head. Oh, god. Are you like a Chiefs football really or not?
1: Yeah, only because of my nine year old. He is a Chiefs fan, so we have joined in because of him. Oh, yeah, um, that's cool. But yeah, yeah, so we're. I've always been a sports family, even growing up. So that is what we watch but i will say that my weekly routine is the one show that i do watch is like married at first sight i don't know if you are familiar (laughs) Oh, that's the one show where i'm like but you know by myself dana refuses to watch that one with me which i'm fine i need my own time so that's my one you know show that i kind of look forward to watching and yeah catching up on
0: very cool so in basketball season, do you guys try to go to a lot of the games, Everyone. or is it oh
1: every 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 home game? <laughs> I don't think there's many that we've missed. Yeah, every home game, and I try to get to one away game by myself. I try to take the kids to one away game. So yeah, we're we're fully fully involved.
0: Very cool. I just feel like you're a very like connected family. Do you have any advice on whether it be like your marriage or like your kids, whether that be like oh open communication or
1: Um, where you guys kind of just have, I don't know, connectedness or trust or? Yeah, so we've decided, I mean, you know, to each its own, but at the ages our kids are, we just don't take any activities too serious. We don't really involve them in like yearly sports or yearly activities. I mean, we, you know, they do like my daughter's theater and my son does, you know, basketball and we're letting him do baseball. Well, we've agreed that, that, I just don't want that. I, I don't yeah. want our weekends to be like, you're here with, you know, and it's not you're here because my husband, you know, he works, he travels. And so I didn't want the strain of like me sending one kid with another parent and then me being here, especially not the ages that we have now one day because I have an 18 year old, well, 19 as of yesterday. Oh, happy birthday. Yes, I know. <laughs> so, um, you know, I just, I, I experienced what that looks like and how the older you get, the more intense it gets. And it's just, Again, my keyword season for that. I just so as a family, like our weekends are very mellow and chill and I love that. I mean yeah. Sunday's our family day. Um so I just I don't want that. I just don't want that for my family to just be pulled yeah. every which way because the seven-year-old needs to be two hours away for an event. I just to me I don't want it.
0: Yeah. And I've seen a lot of families kind of do that and say, you know what, the club sports are great, but honestly we're not close as a family i don't know much about my kids Mm -hmm. and that's that is kind of sad sometimes and so that's super cool that you guys have really made that a priority
1: yeah and our kids like i said it's hard because you their friends you know you hear about their friends and like well they're you know they're continuing on in in the session or they're continuing on i'm like i don't judge other that's what they decide for their family but i'm just not bending on it and you're going to be fine if you're meant to be an athlete in college or professionally then guess what because I signed you up, because I didn't sign you up in, at nine years old to play yearly right. round is not going to make or break the situation. Oh, go on. So I'm like, right. I'm like nah, we, we live this. So I know what it takes. And a student athlete is a full-time job. And I'm like, right. I'm not going to put that on my kids at this age, knowing what it takes when they get older.
0: I give so much credit to people who play sports in college because I'm like, I... I play ping pong. Yeah, nice.
1: <laughs> yeah, we have a ping pong table. Yeah. I'm horrible. Oh, well, I will teach you. I play every day at lunch. Oh, that's I'm awesome. I'm such a weirdo. I know. That is awesome. But, yeah, yeah, come. please come play with my yeah, four-year-old. Oh, I'm horrible.
0: I will play because I'm all, all day.
1: All God, day. Okay, like, okay. yes. Good, yes. I, yeah, not me. <laughs>
0: but I played ping pong in college. But, like, you know, people who play football, basketball, all stuff like that, like, it's just i felt like i went with so much stuff just mentally as a student in college and i'm like i can't even fathom going through you know breakups or school and this parents divorcing or when you're a student and a student athlete that Mm -hmm. that's that's huge and so you know sometimes it's like i totally respect that you know you need time to chill you need time off and to love the sport too sometimes yes
1: yeah not to lose it
0: yeah well we're closing up soon and so um as we close before i ask my usual morgan question um just two last things one what advice would you give to someone who is you know maybe going through domestic abuse and stuff like that and doesn't know what to do so that's my first question then i'm going to ask how someone like me can get plugged in with the transitional house here or maybe the one um that you're going to start soon and stuff like that
1: Yes, my advice would be um, just to plan. I mean, if you're in it and you feel like you can't get out of it at that situation, you know, at that time, just to kind of process and think through what that either either escape will look like or what the breakup will look like. Because you, especially if you're with an abusive person, that can be the most scariest time. And so, just really understanding what that looks like to plan for when that time comes, where you either break up. And I didn't even realize that even if you're not an abusive relationship, you should try to plan a breakup and not, you know, just you know, in the relationship. So just understanding just to plan and understand there's so many resources out there. We have um, Harmony House, which is the shelter in town, the Family Justice Center. It's just so many resources, not just here in Springfield, but nationally that are willing to help and that they're not alone. You can reach out and find some amazing people to help. That's awesome. And then the next thing, yeah, we are the Rebound Foundation. We're online. You can look us up. We have opportunities throughout the year where we rely on, you know, volunteers. We keep our transitional homes private, So we don't really allow a lot of volunteers to come to our homes. Um, But outside of that, we do have other opportunities, whether it's helping with our rebound challenge game, which is at Missouri State. That's always a fun time for volunteers to come out and, you know, learn about us and, and help us to raise awareness and funding is always a good one. So, yeah.
0: And there are other ways too to like donate or follow on social media and stuff like that.
1: Yes, yep, like us. We're the Rebound Foundation on all platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Linked not LinkedIn, but um, LinkedIn coming soon. Exactly. Like. <laughs> I know, I know. But Twitter as well. Okay. And then yeah, we're the reboundfound.org. And yes, you can donate, learn more about us. Click to volunteer all the things. Yes.
0: Amazing. You guys, I'm not to volunteer. So you want to come with me, let's do it. Yes. Um, All right. So I like to end the show every single day, you know, fave quote, fave song. And what would you like your legacy to be?
1: Okay. So favorite quote is by Howard Thurman. And it says, don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive and then go do that. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. And so that's wow. one of my favorites and what I try to stick to. And then legacy, um, I don't know, just like for, for my kids, I mean, I just want them to serve in whatever capacity that looks like just to it's so much better to, to give. And so I just want them to continue that legacy on of of service. So,
0: yeah, that's awesome. And favorite song. Do you have a favorite song? you're like, oh. I'm
1: hard with favorites. I'm just too all over the place. with Yeah. Fa- I Maybe mean, like
0: right now. What's what's the song you're playing on the ox right now? OK, like,
1: I will. Yeah. So we're going to see Maverick City and Kirk Franklin in okay, Kansas City. Very cool. So right now I will say Bless Me that they just came out with is probably one of my favorite songs and Kingdom that they just came out with. Because that's just what I'm just excited. We're going to the concert, and that's what I'm playing. We love a Maverick City queen. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's like I said, that's (laughs) probably top right now. Yeah.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Christina, for coming on the show. You are a queen. And to my listeners, I love you guys. This has been one of the greatest summers ever. Like I said, the website is dropping soon, and the merch is dropping soon, and I'm even going to do a giveaway soon, so really, you just make sure you follow on Facebook, on Instagram, LinkedIn, all the different places, Um, and also, if you want to start your own podcast, just go to the bottom of this episode, click my link, you sign up for the paid plan on Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is the best, and I will tune in because I love podcasts, so that's the vibe. Well, you guys have the best week ever, and enjoy the rest of your summer. Okay, bye!